Hello, and welcome to the BTG Podcast. I am your host, Jen Fable of BTG Wellness and LiveLifeUnbroken.com. BTG stands for Bridge the Gap, and it is inspired by my own healing journey. After receiving seven different mental health diagnoses by the age of 19, I quickly realized that there was a massive gap between what I believed and understood in my head and what I truly felt in my heart. And no matter how many therapists I went to, I couldn't seem to bridge that gap until I found the tools and information that I share in my one-on-one private sessions, trainings, and right here on this podcast. My goal is to help you begin to bridge that gap by bringing you different topics related to mental, emotional, and spiritual well-being. And in case you didn't know, this podcast is recorded live during my weekly Zoom virtual healing circles. These are weekly virtual gatherings that are 100% free, and no RSVP is required. So you are welcome to come whenever you can and stay as long as you want. Each week, we open the space with a candle meditation, after which I will share with you my favorite grounding practices and lead you through a circle casting, guided meditation and breath work, followed by a soul-inspiring gratitude practice. If you are interested in learning more about how you can continue your journey and experience my virtual healing circles in real time, please visit www.btgwellness.com circle and join my free circle membership. Of course, if you like what you hear in today's episode, please remember to leave a review and share the love by sharing this episode with your friends, family, and social network. And as always, if you have any questions, please know you can always reach out to me through my website at www.btgwellness.com or through email or social media. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Virtual Healing Circle with me, Jen Fable of BTG Wellness and LiveLifeUnbroken.com. And tonight is the final part in our four-part series talking about the archetypes of survival and healing. And tonight we are talking about the prostitutes in you. This archetype is the one that we don't even know that we have. And so I'm really excited to talk to you about that tonight. So why is this important? This is important because these four archetypes of survival and healing are your guardians. They are here to preserve your integrity, to stop you from negotiating the way under any circumstances. This is important because learning how to work with your archetypes is what allows you to become completely self-reliant. How do you like it so that no matter what's going on in your life, no matter what cycle of the moon that we are in, no matter what planets are in retrograde, you always see the options where other people around you will see excuses. And this is important because learning to identify the archetypal patterns in your life is what allows you to become conscious of your vulnerabilities. Wouldn't it be nice to get yourself unstuck every time you thought you were stuck? So just a recap, what is an archetype? An archetype is something that was talked about by Carl Jung, who is a Swiss psychologist, And he believed that they are patterns of thought and belief that are stored in what's called the collective unconscious. These are templates that seem universal across time, across space, no matter what language you speak. We all understand these basic templates. Think about if I said to you, 
oh my God, that person's such a nerd. You automatically have a template for what they fit into. If I say that person's such a diva, you have a template of what they fit into. These templates or archetypes are patterns that we talk about in pop culture. We tell stories about them. Most movies are based on a common archetype. Sports movies, the archetype of the underdog. Hallmark movies, the damsel in distress. Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter, the reluctant hero. We use these archetypal patterns to talk about our problems, to teach, to learn. And they are deeply symbolic and they are stored in this collective unconscious out of our awareness. And each one represents different issues, different fears, different vulnerabilities that we are meant to confront and overcome as part of our divine sacred contracts, part of the reason that we actually came here. Now, there are lots and lots and lots of different archetypes. They are infinite and new ones are created all the time as we evolve. But we are said to only work with 12 in each of our lifetimes. Eight, which are unique to us individually, and four that are universal, meaning they exist in every single person throughout time across the planet. And those four archetypes that we all work with are the saboteur, the child, the victim, and the prostitute. Now, we've talked about the saboteur, child, and victim in past episodes of the podcast. If you wanted to go back and check that out, what I love about the prostitute archetype is the insanely powerful lessons that it comes to teach us that we think are so outside of us and yet actually exist within us. See, the saboteur, we all know that that one exists in us because we like to blame it on a regular basis for every time we suck or we don't get what we want. We're all willing to acknowledge our inner child because it's the innocent part of us and everyone talks about inner child work and inner child work and inner child work and you go to therapy and you talk about your childhood. So we know about that one. The victim archetype, we know we have, but we don't like to admit it's there. That's part of our deepest, darkest shame. And the prostitute, we don't even know exists. And that's why I saved the best for last. Now, before we get into the prostitute archetype, I want to remind you that all archetype energy is neutral. Despite the negative connotations of some of their names, the energy itself is neutral. Each archetype is comprised of two components. It's got the shadow and the light. And it's not about good, bad, right or wrong. It's about, is it hiding out of your awareness and operating behind the scenes and messing you up? Or are you aware of what's going on so you can change it? The more conscious you can become about these patterns influencing your behavior, the more choice you have. And the more choice you have, the more likely it is that the lessons that show up for you will be positive, which is kind of what we all want. So let's get into the prostitute archetype. Despite the story you might be telling yourself about this one, it's actually the guardian of integrity and faith. Its lesson is to help us develop these deeper soul qualities, to help us develop honesty, integrity, faith, and trust. Your prostitute archetype is meant to prevent you from negotiating away your power or compromising your sense of self in servitude of others. is calling on you to understand your motivations, to ask, why do I behave this way? So that we can identify it, so that we can reach our highest potential. 
Now, as I mentioned, each archetypal energy has the light and the shadow. When this archetype is in the light, when we are aware of its existence and we are working with it, this is when we know what's important to us and we live those values. We know what we want. We know what we desire. And we allow ourselves to live in alignment with that. When this archetype is in the light, we have a deep knowing of our self-worth. And we will refuse to negotiate away our power just to make other people feel comfortable or to make ourselves feel comfortable. We will choose empowerment over comfort every single time. When this archetype is in the light, we honor our word and we operate from place of faith and trust. We have faith and trust in ourselves because we know what we value and we act in accordance with our own morals and values. When this archetype is in the shadow, we're more concerned with appearance and comfort and safety than we are with our personal growth and integrity. We will give away our desires because, well, what will people think? Oh, if I do this, what will they think? They're going to judge me. When this archetype is in the shadow, we place material considerations and security above our own self-empowerment. So how do you know if that's actually a problem for you? What can you actually look for? When you take a job that you don't enjoy simply for the money, that's your prostitute archetype in the shadow. You are moving out of alignment with your integrity, out of alignment with what you value in favor of financial security. When you sell yourself out by staying in a relationship that you know is bad for you or staying in an abusive or toxic relationship for the emotional, social, or financial security, rather than courageously facing the unknown, that's your prostitute archetype and shadow. When you are willing to sacrifice your dreams for comfort or a false sense of security, or if you're ignoring your values because of peer pressure, because you want that social approval, he's got to fit in, got to keep up with the Jones. If you sell yourself out in order to gain popularity, rather than being true to who you are and your unique message, if you've agreed with other people just so that you don't have to disagree, so that you don't rock the boat, that's a prostitute archetype in shadow. When you're falsely nice to someone just so that you can get something from them, think buttering up a cop so you get out of a ticket, that's your prostitute archetype in shadow. <laughs> or when you keep your mouth shut to keep the peace, when you sell yourself out, when you silence your voice, you're giving away your power in favor of personal comfort, and that's your prostitute archetype in shadow. So how do you actually heal this part? The goal of healing the prostitute archetype is about developing faith and trust in yourself, which means in order to overcome the challenges of this archetype, we have to stop selling ourselves short. We have to stop undermining ourselves. We have to stop making funny, passive-aggressive, sarcastic comments and jokes about ourselves or our journey because that's selling ourselves out. We have to learn to become the highest version of yourself and the highest version of yourself does not poop on your own soul even in jest healing your inner prostitute is about learning to speak up and give voice to your opinion to know what you want to know what you need to speak up and get it in a healthy way that creates connection with others if the only way you get your needs met is when you're alone or yelling at people then you need to look at some of the other archetypal patterns so some key concepts to remember. 
Remember that despite the name and all the little stories you're now telling yourself in your head, all archetypal energy is neutral. It's just neutral. It's just there to bring awareness to something that you came here to learn and heal. But it feels icky, so we push it out of the way, so we don't want to acknowledge it. And it's still there. Remember that these archetypes are running in the background of all of us. So it's not a matter of if, but how. Often when we listen to some of these descriptions, the first thought is, oh, I know this person who has this problem, and I know that person who has that problem, and oh, I recognize that and that person. And that's very cool. And until we know how to recognize it in ourselves, because it is there, it's hiding in shadow. Remember that the prostitute archetype is the guardian of faith. It's calling on you to build trust and faith in yourself. If you only feel secure during certain moon cycles with certain people around you and all the ingredients line up, check this archetype. And remember that bringing the prostitute archetype into the light is about getting radically honest with yourself, not willing to question your motives to make sure that you're acting in alignment with your highest potential. That doesn't mean selfishly doing everything I want and pissing everyone off because that's also not in alignment with your highest potential. It's about knowing what you want and knowing how to get your needs met in a healthy way. And as always, I want to remind you to decide you want it more than you're afraid of it. The fact that we didn't even know this was in there makes it kind of scary. Makes us not willing to really look as close because it's okay, I'll deal with the other ones first. <laughs> and to decide you want it more than you're afraid of it. And that's always the decision that moves it up closer to the light. And of course, if you have any questions about anything from tonight's circle or podcast, please know you can always reach out to me through any of my websites, either btgwellness.com or livelifeunbroken.com or through email or through social media. Can you find out what other archetypes you're working with? Like, what are the other eight? So if you Google Carolyn Meese, um, C-A-R-O-L-I-N-E, last name I may or may not be pronouncing it right. Mies, mice, it's M-Y-S-S. -S. Um, and plus the word archetype. You will find she's got these online things that teach you how to cast an archetype wheel. Usually there's a lot of good online resources that will teach you how to cast your archetype wheel and figure out the 12 you're working with. Um, so I don't want to be assuming, so I'm just going to ask. But I'm assuming that like, in some aspects of your life, you can be, it can be in the light. In some aspects of your life, it can be in the shadow. And also, like, once you thought you'd healed it, there could be situations that arise that all of a sudden it's back in the shadow. Is that correct? Yep. You're, it's not a one and done kind of thing. It depends on the situation. It depends on yourself. It depends on where you are in your journey. There's never a point where we're going to be like, every area of my life is in the light. I am nailing this whole human thing. High five me. I'm done here. Like that, that's never. <laughs> what if you realize that you're, prostitute archetype is in the shadow in a certain situation but you're like like there's certain topics with certain people that i'm just like you know what if they want to say something about it i'm like okay and if i disagree i'm not going to say because i don't want to deal with the conversation because i know there's no point to it right so i'm just like uh-huh and then we're moving on right because like it's just talking to a wall at that point or right and sharing your truth doesn't mean sharing your truth to everyone without any boundaries around it 
right? We are allowed to have boundaries. We need boundaries around what we share because there are aspects of our journey that are allowed to be just for us that we're not meant to share. There are things that we don't have to speak up about that are personal, that are private, that deserve to be held close to our heart because they're important, right? You don't want to take like this precious crystal vase that was handed down for your family and give it to a toddler. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Like some of the things I realized in the shadow, but in some situations I'm like, that's fine. I'm fine with it being in the shadow because I'm like, with well, that certain person, that certain topic, I'd rather not discuss because that's not in the shadow. Shadow means operating out of your awareness, gotcha. but as long as you're aware of it, it's in the light. Okay, gotcha. So, okay, that makes yeah. sense. Thank you. That's the key. Once you know what you know, yeah. it starts to bring it into the light, and you can either deal with it. Or knowing what you know, continue to push it down, which I'll tell you is worse. That's a great way to say to the universe, slap me with a two by four, because it's just going to be like, bam, right in the head, right? So once you, the universe knows that you know, once you know that you know, you know. And so then you get to decide what to do with that information. And in some situations, yeah, I hold my opinions close to my chest. I'm not going to give this crystal vase of precious things that are my thoughts and my time and my energy. Someone who's going to be like, smash, 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 smash. Like, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to share my thoughts and opinions and wants and desires with someone who I know will be respectful of it. Right? So you get to have boundaries. And I think a lot of people get that wrong. They think speaking the truth means always yapping about whatever's in your head. Yeah. I. Is there an easy way to differentiate the prostitute archetype from the victim archetype? I thought when we did this, this one, this prostitute archetype, I realized that I thought that's what the victim archetype was. <laughs> so I'm very confused. I think they're overlapping in my mind. <laughs> so the victim archetype is the guardian of your self-esteem. Does it make sense that you need to have your self-esteem in a decent enough place to access and play with the prostitute? That sounded dirty because that's <laughs> the that's the access point for integrity and faith. You can't have integrity, faith, and trust if you don't know your self-esteem and have your self-worth. And so all these archetypes fit and move together. And sometimes the reason it hasn't unlocked yet in one area of your life is because there's another one that you need, another piece you need to put in place first. So yeah. it's not like they, they and they'll bounce around to be like, okay, I got the prostitute going here. And then ah, now that my child needs some healing and oh, here comes a victim. And remember you work with 12 archetypes. These are just the four that we all have in common. You got 12 of these things bouncing around in you all the time. And the more you're aware of that's what it is and get tools to help you move through it as opposed to, ah, it's just me, I can't, ah, that keeps it in the shadow. Um, that's the goal. And so, yeah, they all weave into one another. You have to know, you have to be able to tap into your innocence and your childlike wonder in order to access your self-esteem. You have to have yeah. self-esteem to access integrity and faith, right? So you have to know where you are blocking yourself or you're sabotaging yourself in order to access your innocence. And so they all kind of play and move together. Okay. And so you mentioned when you're healing something, that's when you get really quiet and kind of go within and, and really are paying attention. Um, when all those archetypes are showing up all the time, then when do you have, I'm just trying to understand how you shine your light. <laughs> Right. So each one of these archetypes is the guardian of something wonderful, of a piece of wise wisdom, of your integrity, of your innocence, of your power. And so 
your job is to move through the shouting to find the wisdom. One of the techniques I like to use is timeline therapy, wherein I have someone who's floating above the timeline and they access their learnings. They're getting the pure wisdom of what the archetypal energy has come to teach without having to dig through and wade through all the garbage of all the stories that we'd like to tell ourselves about the archetypes and that block us from the teachings. And so in the training, I teach you how to actually do this process with others. In my one-on-one work, I do it with you and I have you float up above and get the learnings. Um, For those of you who have not done that process with me, you can do it through meditation. And it's where when those, so the meditation answer to the question is just sit with it. Just sit with all the demons shouting at you and try to ignore them. And I'm like, well, it's possible. It's doable. It sucks. No one has any fun with it. That's why everyone hates meditation. Um, it's why I like my tools better because I'm like, why don't we just like fast track it right to the good stuff? Um, again, why tell the whole story when I can just get the solution? So if you have access to that tool, you float above, you get your learnings. If not, you sit with it and wait for the shit storm to end so that you can find the learnings underneath it. And so you just have to ride it out and wait for the learnings to bubble up to you and know that the shit storm is just, the story is dismantling themselves. It's static. It's noise. It's you're trying to tune into the dial on your radio. And you ever try to go through that, especially on FM, we're like, that's the stories in your head. I was kind of like, I sound like a dial up modem. That was a decent impression. I'm pretty proud of myself. Um, (laughs) That's all those, the stories are. It's just the sound of you tuning into the radio station. It's not silent. It's all the garbage that you're picking up. It's static. The tools I use, I help you move above the static or turn the static off. Kind of like having a mixer that like cuts out the background noise. If you're doing it the traditional way, you just have to know that it's static and just keep on attuning until you find the station. You'll know you found the station because it'll be wise and guiding and loving. Your inner, the part of you that knows the best part of you, the light side of your archetype, that's the guardian of faith and trust. It's not going to be like, you're a shit human being. Like, that's not. <laughs> that's static. Keep keep dialing. Keep dialing. So where does emotions, like feeling your emotions and moving through them fit in? emotions are how your unconscious mind the part of you that is so the archetypes are stored in the collective unconscious that's like the deep 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 part of our unconscious Mm -hmm. there's the higher levels of our unconscious that we have access to but that we don't like to deal with and then we have our conscious awareness emotions are how your unconscious mind the higher parts that you have access to communicate up into your awareness because it doesn't have language Right. And so it has to move energy. And the the biochemical way it does that is through neurotransmitters and neuropeptides and chains of amino acids. What that sensation is in our body, we label it. And then this is a pretty sensation. I like it. Let's call that joy. I don't like that one. Let's call that sadness. I made my eyes leak. I don't like it. (laughs) Right. So emotions are your own personal feedback mechanism to let you know when you're in alignment with your highest potential. How do I know when I've wobbled out? Oh, I did this. How do I know when I wobbled out? Oh, I've done that. And they are meant to also bring you wisdom. So the archetypal patterns are running deep, deep, deep below the surface. And the emotions are your own neurology translate that information up to your awareness. Okay, thank you. Yeah. 
My pleasure. My pleasure. This is why turning off our emotions or ignoring them or rationalizing them or shoving them down feels better in the moment because we're like, well, I don't feel that shitty thing anymore. But then we're like, why do I feel disconnected? And why can't I access my intuition? And why am I always overthinking all the time? Well, duh. <laughs> you cut yourself off to the part of your mind that doesn't do that. So your emotions are what let you know when that's going on. And they give you. Yeah, I think that think. that's been my experience because I've done a lot of repression. And so now I'm like becoming more aware of these things and trying to trying not to repress, trying to just allow them to be there. And so I'm just, I'm like a baby at experiencing emotions. <laughs> Yay! Oh God, you do this. <laughs> what I love about babies is they learn the fastest. The neuro, the neurological connections that happen with babies is like lightning speed compared to the slow processor of an adult human, right? So the baby phase feels garbagey because we want to be experts, but it is the time when you're learning and doing the most. It's when the most growth in awesomeness is happening. So that's exciting. Congratulations okay. I, I on being a baby. That there's a lot of stuff that's like that I'm learning. There's yeah. a lot. Learning, so. Yay. That's awesome. That's very cool. That's very cool. You were talking earlier about sometimes there is wisdom in not saying what you want to say because it's going to take, you know, it's going to, um, uh, take away from your energy and take away from the beautiful thought process you might have or the wisdom that you might have in it. Um, so what about when that just happens so often? Because sometimes that happens so often, it ends up building resentment. So resentment is a sign that you stayed quiet too much. Too much. Okay. Too much. It's a balance. It's not like either I tell everyone every single thought in my head all the time and how I feel and what is wrong and blah, 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 or I say nothing and I simmer and stew in the corner, which is what we call the passive aggressive cycle, either aggressive ah, yelling at people or passive hiding in the corner. It's a balance. It's about knowing and asking, do I want to speak up right now? It's about what you want. Do I want to speak up right now? Right? So the key is if you want to be able to speak up more, Make sure you learn the skill set of how to speak up in a way that empowers. If people are either yelling at you, shutting down, if it's always getting into these things, you're like, well, I guess I should just stay quiet. Then you're missing some skills on how to use communication effectively. When you know how to do it, you can speak up everywhere. Even in political debates, you can respond in a way that stays true to what you believe without getting into a pissing contest with another person. So if you don't know how to do that, find someone who teaches it or somewhere else. You're welcome to go somewhere else, but I'm hella fun. Uh, and then learn that skill set, And then you never have to silence your voice. It's just a skill set gap that we're just not taught. Thank you again for joining me for this episode of the BTG podcast, which stands for Bridge the Gap with me, Jen Fable. Remember, if you want to experience my virtual healing circles in real time, visit www btgwellness.com slash circle. And of course, if you have any questions at any time, please know you're always welcome to reach out to me through social media or through my websites at btgwellness.com or through my coaching website, livelifeunbroken.com. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.